David Spada is a successful attorney whose dream was to become a sports talk show host. Elliot Harris is a Chicago sports columnist who wanted to expand his media presence. In the next hour, they combine their talents and love of sports and women by interviewing former professional athletes and lovely ladies on sports and torts. But keeping the boys out of trouble isn't always easy because when David and Elliot are together, they have more fun than should be legal. Elliot, I see you brought in another beautiful girl, but she's too young to be a former athlete. She is a former athlete and a lovely lady, Michelle Sotak, a member of the inaugural season of the Chicago Bliss of the Lingerie Football League, and she had the distinction of being the place kicker, although there's not much place in the LFL for a place kicker, which I think is sort of a shame. Would you like to see field goals part of that game? Yeah, actually, in the first season, it was in the rule book, and then it got written out of the rule book. So preseason, I was, you know, practicing, scoring field goals and things like that, and I loved it. It was a lot of fun. But then right before we started uh, the season, they they just took it out of the rule book, and that made me sad because there was only kickoffs. Yeah. Why did they get rid of kicking? I think there weren't enough talented kickers in the league. So how far could you kick a field goal from? Field goal? Uh, about, I would practice by, like, 25 yards. But you have a, a kicking background, not necessarily yes. football, soccer. That's right. Yeah, I grew up playing soccer. I started when I was six. First team I played on was a co-ed team, and I was the only girl, actually, so <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I'm sure the guys didn't complain, or boys didn't complain about that back then. No, I don't think so. I think I had my first crush at the age of six. <laughs> on the coach or one of the players? <laughs> Yay. Because hmm. <laughs> when you're little, don't girls usually have crushes on their dads and coaches and then... They hate men for a while, and then all of a sudden they... David has three daughters, so he needs a little help along the way. If you can give him any advice, he'd appreciate it. Uh, I really don't think I had my first major crush until I was like in junior high, or maybe even freshman year of high school. I think I'm a late bloomer, though. You should ask another girl. <laughs> yeah. So what position did you play when you played soccer? I was on midfield mostly, so center mid was my... Uh, my main position, I like being in the center of all the action. And I played a little bit of wing and uh, forward sometimes, at center mid mostly. So did all that soccer background help? Because you were one of the Chicago Fire fire starters as well. Right. They're like the, the, the enthusiasm cheerleading squad. They don't really yeah. have cheerleaders on the sidelines because there's no sidelines at exactly. the soccer game. But you go through the stands and things like that? Yeah, yeah. we would greet play, uh, the audience before the games and um, – we would throw T-shirts out to the crowd, sort of what the ice crew do for the Blackhawks, you know, just kind of get the crowd involved, and, and it was just a lot of fun being involved with uh, soccer here in Chicago. Okay. How did you become involved as, as a fire starter? Actually, it was, I was on a dance team called the Hot Rocks, and then they kind of made, asked our team to be the promotional girls for the soccer team so it was kind of like a bunch of dancers and then we originally were supposed to dance during the halftime and and things like that but we ended up just being um you know sort of like the greeters and uh (laughs) now was kim brandkamp in charge of the hot rocks back then yes she was and that's how i met you elliot right what's a hot rock a hot rock just a dance dance team it's kind of a 
fun name for a dance team, isn't it? Okay, so it's a professional dance team. <laughs> yes, then. it is. It's a professional dance team. Uh, we actually would perform at just a bunch of different um, athletic events. I remember we we uh, did the some hockey games at the Sears Center, and it was originally for the lacrosse team. The indoor lacrosse. The, 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 yeah, right, and then they kind of folded. The, the shamrocks so or whatever they were? The shamrocks they folded. And With then an we, X. And these were the hot rocks with, with an, an X. X. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. So it all makes sense. And where were the X Men? <laughs> <laughs> they're they're long gone. Yeah. I'm not sure. So I mean, then you went and you basically got involved with the laundry football. Did you contact them or did they came to you? Oh, well, actually, I met our former coach Dennis McKinnon from the Chicago Bears, um, from the '86 Bears. '85 Bears. '85. Excuse me. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Anyway, I met him at an event, and he kind of we we just got to talking, and then he told me about the league. He actually introduced the league to me, and um, we were just he was telling me about it. And at first, I was kind of like, oh yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun, but it's a little skeptical, you know, lingerie. wasn't sure about that, but um, it ended up being pretty cool. I went to some practices, and I fell in love with the sport, so I went on to do it, and it was just tons of fun. It's one of the best experiences of my life. You lasted longer than he did. <laughs> Yeah, he he uh, decided not to coach anymore, and then we uh, we got the new coaches from the slaughter. Actually. Did he really coach, or was he just a figurehead? No, oh, he coached. That I mean, I learned football from. He was hands on. Hey, definitely hey. hands on. Yeah, he taught me a lot <laughs> that about. That could football. get you in trouble in that league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he was very professional. He's a really good friend of mine now, and uh, definitely taught me the sport. But kickers usually run away from contact in the NFL. Were you one to basically initiate the contact or run away? Well, the thing is, I also played wide receiver. I was on offense, too, so offense and special teams. Um, and the thing is, in our league, you really had to know more than one position. So um not very good at defense at all. I can't tackle. But we, like during practices, we would always learn, you know, we would always try to condition both and go both ways. So we would learn how to block, you know, tackle, um, th- catch a football, even throw a football. You never know when you might have to sub in. For uh, you know the quarterback, you never know if she's going to get injured. So small team, there's only a few active players, so you have to know yeah, how to play multiple. They teams. don't have the deep rosters of a, yeah. a, a 45 <laughs> players. It's like the old NFL in the 40s when they played both ways, like Chuck Benark, we had, uh, yeah. who has a couple screws loose, I think now, but too many hits to the head. <laughs> so you're also now that you've retired from the world of uh, lingerie football. A personal trainer. Yes, that's correct. Were you involved mm-hmm. in that before? You know, what, I always had an interest in fitness, and you know, I decided to instead of going back to the league, I decided to um, learn more about fitness. And it was really just started off as a hobby. I started reading the books and um, you know, talking to some trainers, and then it became more than just a hobby. And I started to become a trainer, and I loved it so much that I started my own business. It's called Score Fitness, and the whole. And idea you, behind You can find that on the internet, I'll bet. <laughs> yeah. It's, probably at scorefitness.com, right? It's dot net. Dot net. Someone you know. took the dot com, probably. Exactly. I think it's like a tennis uh, it's like a tennis company, oh. oddly enough. But, Ooh. yeah, the whole concept behind that was just, you know, my, for my love of sports. I do a lot of sports-specific training, and that's where the name came from, too, Score, score Fitness, Score Your Goals. So do you like having clients who are in shape or out of shape? Well, I think it's... Both, actually. I, I like um, watching people progress in their fitness and also watching people maintain their fitness. So I like having variety. Okay. And 
So I started off my day with orange juice, cottage cheese, and a, a power bar. Is, is that a good start? That's actually pretty good. And now okay. I'm just going to sit the rest of the day. That's <laughs> better than mine. Cinnamon melts from McDonald's and a Coke. <laughs> David's yeah, in better can, shape, though. some improvement, for sure. But um, So how, how big a part does diet play in all this? Oh, it's a big part. I think um, your diet's really important, just in your energy level. And, um, you know... A lot of people say that nutrition isn't important or, you know, working out is not important if you do one or the other. And it's really, it works hand in hand and it's very cliche. But, yeah, you, you need to maintain a good diet in order to really reach your fitness goals. Drink lots of water? Tons of water. Did you yeah. ever believe that people would be paying for water, Elliot? No, no. I mean, it's free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for the longest time it was free. Now they put it in these little bottles and you pay a premium for it. But you know, the, the companies... Uh, that bottle it, make mm. a lot of money off of it. You can find a way to market anything, right? Definitely. <laughs> Our producer's holding up his thing. He goes, I buy it for free from the uh, <laughs> From tap. the water cooler. He's we a got sw- a big lake, don't we, around here? Uh, Michigan, is that the one? I think it's a pretty big lake. I don't lake. know that I'd want to drink out of Lake Michigan. I don't know. It's better than the Chicago River. Okay. Now, are there exercises that you really mm-hmm. don't like to do yourself that you have your clients do? <laughs> I mean, there's a ton of them that I don't really enjoy doing, but, um, you know, it's important to work all your muscle groups, and I don't particularly like working out abs. You know, it's like, it's, it's you know, a large muscle, and it's hard to, it's hard to work, but um, something you just got to do, and, and that's the thing that I, I see the most with my clients, men and women, they, their biggest area of concern is their uh, midsection and their core, so it's, it's actually the most important thing to work out, because everything pretty much starts from your core, the strength from your core and your spine. So, okay. Now, where do you do your training at? I train at High Five Fitness Studio. It's a personal training studio dedicated solely to trainers and their clients, and it's it's the best. Um, shout out to the Ship Brothers. The trainers are the best. The uh, clients are the best, and it's it's really a great place to work out. Very positive. That's downtown Chicago. Yep, it's in River North. 820 North 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 Orleans. Orleans. You got it. You're there once in a while. Mostly to observe. (laughs) Not enough. Mostly to observe. He knows the trainers. He's not the trainee. Yeah. Well, Michelle threatens to get me in there. uh, I do. I challenged him a couple times. and I keep begging off, but I have the feeling one of these days she's going to get me in there and kill me. Yeah. (laughs) Make him do hot yoga? (laughs) What is hot yoga? You know what? I've actually never done... I've, I've never done it, but I've heard it's pretty pretty good you know you sweat sweat it off so you sweat off the water weight and i, I should really try it sometime uh you're in pretty good shape so do you have any celebrity clients you know what i train some of the former ice crew members some um, couple friends of mine and um uh, all of my all of my clients are celebrities <laughs> yeah they're rock stars so. so the former ice uh, crew girls you train, what is their goal? Just to stay in shape? Are there models? Are they have professions that they have to stay in shape? Yeah, I mean, a lot of the girls are, you know, the public eye and or, you know, just for their own fitness. And I actually just um, talked to the Lingerie Football League about becoming their official trainer. So I'm also going to be training the players uh, this season. So I'm really excited about that. The ladies are, they, they're pretty fit, but um, it'll be nice to kind of, Get them to reach their, you know, maximum goals. So, are there areas for- that the players need to concentrate on that they don't? Well, you know, the thing I like to do with a lot of athletes is, um, you know, a lot of people when they work out, they do 
forward lunges or backward lunges or squats, but a lot of time for any athlete, no matter what sport you play, you're going to, you know, you're going to be turning in different directions. So what we do is um, I'll do 45-degree angle squats or, um, you, you know, fall backwards, but, you know, you got to jump and fall backwards. And, and, like, a tennis player will have to, you know, swing at something while they're falling backwards or a football player has to catch the ball. So basically I show athletes ways to um, – maintain their fitness levels and also things that will help them in agility, coordination, um, and things like that. And also it's very important to be aligned and have neutral alignment when you're doing, um, you know, have good form, which is half the battle when you're working out or even in sports. You know, for example, if you're um, offensive lineman and you, you have to jump up, you're, you're at in an athletic stance and you have to jump up and um, you have to have everything aligned and that gives you power to jump up and, and go at it. And if your chin is down or if it's up, that'll actually slow you down a little bit. And those are some of the tricks of the trade that uh, that's really uh, useful for athletes to, to yeah. move faster or be more powerful in their sport. Well, David and I are both a little unbalanced, physically as well as <laughs> mentally, I think. Most people would agree to that assessment. <laughs> Just talk to our wives. <laughs> But again, I never, you got deep here. I mean, I always thought just run, exercise, but I didn't never thought of alignment as part of basically working out and improving your performance on the field. Yeah, it's very important. Form and, and alignment is like where it all begins. So usually in the first training session that I have with someone, it's all about form and alignment. And, um, and then, you know, just having the right form is really just, it's hard. It's a challenge. And then that's, once you get that down, then everything comes a lot easier, and it's easier to lift the weight, and you know, so okay. it's a big thing. Now, do you train yeah. yourself, or does somebody train you? Well, I, are you uh, untrained? I actually, yeah, I, I work out with um, some trainers from time to time. It's pretty good because they really push you. You know, you really, if you want to really get the best workout, it's good to work out with another trainer because they really push you more than you'd push yourself. So, um, I try to do that once in a while and just work out on my own and try to mix it up a little bit. And there's a lot of things out there. I try new things like the TRX. It's my favorite um, core exercise. And there's a lot of things you could do with that. So I'd have, um, I actually recently had an instructor, a TRX um, expert show me a few things and, you know, it's always cool to learn new things in the, in the industry. Now, if I don't want to come in myself, Will you train multiple people simultaneously? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I've also taught some boot camp classes. Um, yeah, it's it's fun, actually. Um, do you put the military workout. fatigues on when you do boot camp? <laughs> or make them wear the military fatigues? No. <laughs> I remember, when I think Not of exactly. a personal trainer, I think of you have to be wealthy to afford one. Is it expensive to get a personal trainer? You know, nowadays I think trainers kind of work with you. And, um, you know, for me it's just it's really rewarding to be able to um, train someone and watch them, watch them, you know, reach their fitness goals. And it's not really about the money. So I try to work with people and their um, budgets. And a, a lot of the times, if you purchase a package of like eight or ten, you know, the trainers will knock down a few dollars. Or you know, um, we just try to work with your budget. I, I certainly do. So, um, and for all the Talk Zone listeners out there today, I'd like to throw out a special to them. Go ahead. Twenty percent off a package with me if you wanna if you want me to kick you into shape and help you score your fitness goals. <laughs> and how should they get in contact with you? Well, you can log on to my website www.scorefitness.net and uh, there's a little inquiry. You can um, write me a message and let me know that you're a Talk Zone listener. Very good. When you played in the initial 
lingerie bowl. Was it exciting? Was there a lot of press uh, surrounding it? Yeah, yeah, there was tons of press. I mean, it was the first year of the league, and um, a lot of, I don't think a lot of people knew what to expect, but it was really, um, it was just really cool. I think what happened a lot of the time, like in, in the, initially, was that people came to the games because they wanted to see the players in the, in the uniform, but once they got there, the, uh, the audience kind of saw that the football kept them there, you know. So throughout the season, we would see increasing attendance numbers and a lot more media. And Elliot actually was our biggest cheerleader in the media. So thanks, yeah, thank you for why. that, <laughs> Elliot. Yeah, with the Sun Times, it was that was pretty big. And we also, you know, I got to do the some. Sun Times pretty... was pretty big at one time. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the thing is, like, I got to do some pretty cool shows, like um, Monsters in the Morning with Mike North, and you know, get on NBC, and, and it was cool to be able to do some charity events too and help give back to the community. That was that was a big show, Jigs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you recently uh, attended the, the Chicago Bliss season opener, and this year for the first time they're playing outside. They're at Toyota Park in Bridgeview. What was that like for you? Yeah. Uh, other than very hot and humid that night. Yeah, it was. Ollie and I were hanging out that night, and uh, it was cool, you know, watching the girls. I went to the games last year, too, and, you know, they're super talented this year. Um, I, I think I love the, I love Toyota Park. Maybe it's, you know, going to all the soccer games that I went to, the fire games. But, um, yeah, the Sears Center and Toyota Park are both really good venues for, I think, uh, the turf is a little different too. But, um, yeah, that was a, that was a fun, that was a fun night. I, I know they're not playing any games in the winter. I don't think they are. No, so they, they have a game in October and that's the end of the home schedule for, and then uh, they're away, yeah. probably somewhere warm. Somewhere enclosed. <laughs> when you're not drinking Ice Mountain, what are you drinking at night? Do you have a drink of choice? Oh, you know, I'm not too much of a drinker. I have my days, but um, I think <laughs> you're alluding nights. to, uh, actually, I like Hypnotic. <laughs> yeah. Which, which is? It's a flavored liqueur. I'm actually also a liquor rep, and I market um, a new liqueur called Harmony. It's a violet liqueur. So You didn't bring a- any samples? <laughs> I got some in my car for you. Oh, okay. So, if we're, so if we're not back for the second and third segments, everybody will know where we are. We're drinking in her car. Yeah. What is hypnotic? Is it what does it consist of? What kind of liquor? It's actually a French premium liqueur with a splash of cognac and an exotic fruit blend. And the new one that just came out in June, I'm actually launching it here in Chicago. It's a uh, it's kind of different. It's a lavender, violet, and berry. So it's very um, targeted towards women and. You know, it's a really good drink with just club soda or champagne. Gee, sounds like a health drink. <laughs> so it's a combination of <laughs> vodka bad. and cognac. Yes, so it's a little intense. Sounds like a Russian drink because the Russians love vodka and cognac. <laughs> you put those two together, it could be a deadly combination. No, it, it's safe. It's uh, in moderation. In moderation. <laughs> What's exactly. their website? It's uh, hypnotic.com. It's H-P-N-O-T-I-Q. A lot of people misspell it, which um, is okay, but it's a... But you're not going to find the website. <laughs> but I looked at the website. It's pretty interesting. Here's some of the things they have on there. I mean, the promotional things. I mean, lollipops made out of it. And- mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a lot of fun little glow sticks that you put in the drink for it to light up, and the girls love that, and all kinds of things. It's a lot of fun. It's going to be the official drink of my house tomorrow night when we have the exactly. end of your party. <laughs> the women will love it on the softball team. Yeah, great. I'd love to be a part of it. Just make Check sure that the kids don't get into it, the lollipops. Yeah. No. But thank you so much for your time. And, again, your website is scorefitness.net, and you're giving a special to all of the Sports and Torts listeners. 
And again, anyone could afford a personal trainer. Just give you a call. Even if you're on a Budweiser budget, you still can do it. That's right. Thanks so much, guys, for having me. It was a lot of fun. Thank, Thank you. you. That was Michelle with Sotac. We appreciate you having you on. When we come back, we're going to have on a Hall of Fame football coach who just has a book coming out, former Buffalo Bill and Chicago Blitz coach Marv Levy. Stay tuned.